0: because of social media as well, it looks as though people are creating these things out of, out nothing. of nothing. Out of Because nothing. we have social media, it seems that, oh, this person happened to just yeah. bring a Tesla into their life or this person yeah. just happened to have the perfect relationship. That's so interesting. And it's not even just that we're buying into this product, but we're buying into the idea that there's no process behind the product. Oh, yeah.
1: how many of us are successful and tormented That's so good, Do you get what I mean? Because things came to us and we became overwhelmed Mm -hmm. because we didn't train for them. We didn't.
0: Hello and welcome to the To My Sisters podcast. I'm Renee. And I'm Courtney.
1: And we are your online big sisters and hosts of the To My Sisters podcast.
0: Now we are all about promoting the wellness, growth and development of a community of sisters across the world.
1: And in today's conversation, we are talking about manifesting.
0: Yes, you've heard about it
1: all. Manifesting millions, bay affirmation. Uh, the law of attraction but when it comes to success is the power of thinking enough how do you find the balance between hard work and belief I'm really interested. I'm I'm really excited for this Ooh,
0: one. Oh, juicy!
1: <laughs> it's going to be a good one. But before we get into today's conversation, as always, we have a dilemma from one of the sisters. Oh so let me just read before I mess it up. But hey, sisters, a subby here. Love your content. Thank you very much. Um, I have a dilemma. My parents are really overbearing and don't see me as an adult, despite the fact that I am now 21 years of age. It's really frustrating as I still have to tell them where I am going and when, as well as being told what to do. I live with my parents, so it's a bit more difficult. How can I get them to treat me more like an adult?
0: Ooh, the quintessential coming of age dilemma. Yeah. And parents do not want to see them as an adult. Yes. What do Um, you do? I think first of all, we do need to realize that regardless of how old you become, parents yeah. will always see you as their child. Yes, yes. Whether yes. Or, or not you are a child yeah. is the question, but you will always be their child. Definitely. So there's always going to be some, you know, duty of care. There's always yeah. going to be some kind of relationship where they feel obliged to take care of you in some yeah. way. which
1: is good. Which is,
0: it's really, yeah. really good. Um, in terms of trying to change that relationship with mm-hmm. your parents, because that's essentially what um, one is trying to do here. I mean, obviously have, you know, the transparent conversations with them, you know, as and when is possible, mm-hmm. um, as scary as that can be, um, because it's really important to actually sit your parents down every now and again and be like, Hey, yeah. I'm actually old now. But what if you don't have parents that listen? Well, if you don't have parents that listen, now this is going to sound a little bit, uh, controversial. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to force it. In okay. That I'm not saying. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, ah, kidnapping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that you should intentionally pick fights with your parents. Okay. But there will be some times where you will be able to choose to do something Mm. and you will have to draw their attention to it for better or for worse that you are an adult. And you have to stand your ground. Absolutely. There's been some times where, for example, when I was still living with my mother, Mm -hmm. I would go out and I would come back. Not that I was doing anything, you know, extravagant or anything. You're a good man. I like to remind them I'm a good yeah, child, a good one. allegedly. <laughs> um, there would be times where I would come back, you know, a little bit later. My mom is asking me, you know, where I'm going. And yeah. I, don't, I, would, I don't tell her, I just say, listen, mom, I love you, but you don't have to stay up waiting for me. Yeah. I'm a grown woman and yeah. I will go where I please. Yeah. Now, if you're fortunate enough to have parents that are willing to sit down and, you know, have that conversation mm. with you, that's cool. Sometimes it may, you know, devolve into a shouting match, mm. but... The resolution here is making sure that you hit home as many t- like points as possible mm. and as many times as you can that you are an adult. And I think Mm. you also need to demonstrate that behavior to them as well. Yes. I think it's not enough to just say you're an adult, but you also have to display adult-like behavior. You've
1: got to prove that you can be trusted.
0: Absolutely. And whether it be things like, you know, paying for your own bills or even contributing to household bills. I mean, if you do live, you know, with your parent, then doing something like that is a really great gesture to show, like, listen, I'm an adult now. Mm. I don't take it lightly that I live with you. And as Mm. an adult that, you know, you live with, I'm willing to show you how much responsibility I'm willing to take on as an adult Mm. it might not even have to be that it could be something else there's other examples but I think also it's not just about putting your foot down and speaking but also matching your actions um with this whole narrative of you being an adult Mm. like if someone said oh I'm an adult I'd be like prove it show me yeah show me so that's my two pence but Courtney yeah no I think
1: you're spot on I think you've got to demonstrate that you're not just mature in age, but you're mature in character. Mm. And I think sometimes I like parents, that. they want to keep you, like you said, you're my child and yeah. they may want to keep you protected, but you have to show them that whilst I I love that you you want the best for me, I also want the best for me and I love you and I honor you, I respect you, but you have to allow me to flee the nest and mm. have mm-hmm. a level of independence that allows me to, Kind of protect myself yeah. in a way that you're not being coddled and stifled and overprotective. Yeah. Like sometimes parents can be overprotective and it it leads to children that have no life experience. Like you haven't, yes, your parents can be disappointed in you and maybe they want to save you from the troubles of, troubles of failure, but... Failure builds character. And sometimes making those, you know, wrong decisions of dating the wrong person, going to the wrong place. Like, as long as it's not life ending, Mm. sometimes you, you know, like sometimes your parents tell you, I don't want you to be friends with that person. And you're like, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this is my, this is my good friend, you know? And then it turns out they were a bad egg, right? (laughs) But sometimes it's important to have those situations because it improves your discernment. Because if you're not careful you'll constantly have to then rely on your parents to G-check every single person or to to kind of vet every person that you meet. Mm. And then what happens when your parents aren't there? What happens when you go on to live your own independent life where you may have to raise your own kids? Yeah. At some point, you have to stand on your own two feet and kind of, like you said, kind of just depend on yourself a little bit. Sometimes I, f- I do have an issue with, I do think if your parents ask you where you're going, a simple, I'm going here is fine. Like, yeah, I, fine. yeah small things like that, yeah. just so they know you're safe. If you, peace of mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. peace of mind. Like, if you don't come home, they know where to look for you. But if they're like, no, be home by this time and curfew and stuff. I think 21 is that awkward stage because you just come out of university here in the UK or like you are near the end of your college um, kind of degree. Or if you didn't go to university, maybe you've been working, but you're just out of being a teenager. You've just turned into an adult. You've just turned into an adult and you're a young adult at that. Like Mm. you're in your early twenties. It's kind of known for being reckless, et cetera. Do you get what I mean? It's hard to then say, I'm going to go and be a completely independent person. Mm. Like I'm going to leave home or something like that. But I think in the worst situations where your parents are extremely controlling, I think one thing that, and I love that you mentioned it, one thing that makes us, that often forces us to stay in situations where we're unhappy is finances, right? Mm. And I think this is something we mentioned in the side hustle episode. Once you show your parents that you have a little bit of financial independence, they start losing the the hold of their control. Like if it wasn't for tradition, they wouldn't really be able to control you that much because really worse comes to worse, I don't have to live here. And our parents always used to, when you're under my roof, you follow my rules. But what if I don't have to be under your roof anymore? Do you get what I mean? And, And that can often lead to like massive rebelliousness. And so I think in order to kind of not, act wild and I'm sure sis is not a wild person you have to really let your parents know I love you Mm -hmm. and you need to trust that you raised me right that's true and I think a lot of parents don't really raise us believing uh how do I put this our parents protect us as their children yeah they don't nurture the adults that we'll be If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So when your parents are raising you, they're raising you as that's my daughter, that's my son, they're my child, right? Then they they need to trust that they raised you in a way where they were thinking, this person is going to go on to be a woman. She's going to go on to be an adult. She's going to go on to be, you know... Um, a working girl she's going to go off to be a grown person who's going to have to make their own decisions I need to raise them in a way where they can be they can have autonomy Mm -hmm. and they can have their own way of thinking that set that keeps them on the path that I've set them on I think sometimes our parents fear that I'm going to set you on this path and I'm going to put these really strict barriers so that you don't fall off of it yeah. And I'm going to never let those barriers fall so that you'll continue on this path. But the true test of good parenting, I think I'm not a parent yet, but I think is when I remove the training wheels, when I remove the barriers, when I remove those guiding lines, mm-hmm. will you stay on course? And I think sometimes parents fear that. And mm-hmm. it's that letting go. Like when you're riding a bike and you're, you kind of, you're holding the the handlebars with the kid and now you've yeah. got to let go. And if they fall, you got to view them having maybe a grazed knee and a little bit of blood, but at least, you know, they tried and they keep trying and maybe they keep falling,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but at some point they'll get it. Yeah. And then, but then the sad part, I guess, for parents is you're going to have to ride, watch them ride o- off and go away yeah. and have, and you don't know where they're going and what life has in store for them, but that's the excitement of life. Yeah. And so I think if you kind of sit down with your parents and you let them know, you raised me right. Like I I've had an amazing childhood, or maybe even if you didn't, I've learned a lot. Just put it in those words. I've learned <laughs> so much. you traumatized much. me,
0: but you know what? That's okay. I've
1: I've learned a lot. <laughs> you need to let me spread my wings mm. and, and kind of put that to the test. So I think it does come down to conversation. If you have parents that don't want to listen though, bye. <laughs> she
0: said, throw the parents away.
1: At some point you have to love from a distance. <laughs> because no, nah, but on a real though.
0: She said, put them in the bit the bit
1: your parents. No, I love I love my parents for example, yeah. But at some point if they're holding you back from fulfilling your own life yeah. and your own destiny and doing things that will make you successful, they're holding you back from a lot because they can't live through you yeah. and they can't they can't they're not going to be here forever. So then what happens when your parents pass away and you realize that you've been living for them? And it's now like, who are you living for? And now you don't even know who you are. Mm. chill like i i feel like sometimes we have to be careful that we don't make our parents like the be all and end all because they didn't do that with their parents i don't think like most times and also you never learn freedom that way yeah it's true so you've got to be careful in my that's what i'd say that's what i'd say I hope that helps, though. Hope it does. I hope that helps. Well, that was a that was an interesting one, actually. Yeah, that was quite the we talked, we've spoken about parents quite a bit, mm-hmm. and I feel I think it's one of those relationships that don't really get unpacked yeah. enough because mm-hmm. they are the most life shaping dynamic, like um, relationship that we have.
0: Well, we're gonna get to it, boy. We oh, boy.
1: we should, I mean, mm-hmm. go go and listen to Broken from the Womb, mm-hmm. an episode from season one, if you want to know more about like that kind of parents, relationships, family, yeah. um, stuff like that. But sis, hope that helped you. But we're about to jump into today's main conversation on manifestation. Every time I, I think of manifestation, <laughs> I think of B. <laughs> Simone, is that her name? Yeah. B. Simone and like, I manifested a million dollars. And da, da, da. um. did it. But I, okay. Manifest what you want. A lot of people say Manif- that. Manifest, whatever you want, you can hear it. Manifest it. Wow. You really sound like an American man. <laughs> I've um, been practicing. You, you, you do it very it well.
0: <laughs> I feel encouraged. Stop.
1: I feel motivated. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> okay. Let's backpedal a bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For anyone who is watching who doesn't know what we mean when we say manifesting, because um, it has like spiritual connotations, religious connotations. Yep. Um, it has. I mean, I it's it has psychological kind of, like psychological meanings what kind of is what are we talking about what's the cultural definition of manifesting what is the manifestation rhetoric
0: i think to put it very simply it is this culture this idea that if you think or ponder on something mm. that you want or desire it can happen for you mm. that the universe will change transform to yeah. ensure that anything that you put your mind to will you manifest but you know ma- materialize become yeah. a thing um, and I think you're so right in talking about like the spiritual references, because I think there's a lot in a lot of different religions yeah. as well as cultures that speak to this idea of positive thinking, mm. enabling action or yeah. enabling the materialism of something. Yeah. Um, and for us as Christians, for example, this whole idea of meditation, mm. um, this whole idea of thinking deeply yeah, about things faith, and belief. having faith and all that kind of stuff. Um, but in today's context, it's very much this idea of, yep, I've thought about it. It's going to happen.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, gonna it's, happen. It's, it's very much so. And it's similar, like law of attraction, mm-hmm. kind of affirmations. Yeah. I say it enough. I think it enough. Yep. Um, and I believe in it enough that it becomes a real thing. Um, and I think it's it sounds like good. like it, And, and I sounds think that great. leads me to, exactly. It, sound, it leads me to my next question of, why do you think so many people are warming to this? I think mm-hmm. it's quite obvious, mm-hmm. but like, mm-hmm. why are so many, why is it picking up more? Mm-hmm. Why is it mm-hmm. gone from away from, you know, these kind of new agey, I thought about it so, <laughs> so much. Good. And I just, you know, and yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> but you get what I mean. Like maybe yeah, a decade yeah. ago, right? Mm-hmm. You would meet mm-hmm. somebody who was like, I just believed it so much and I just thought about it so much and I wrote it down over and over again and I looked in the mirror and I said these words and and I had a mantra and all of these things or I prayed really hard and it happened. And people be looking at them like, it doesn't really work like that. But nowadays you go on Twitter, you go on Instagram and literally people, I manifested, like they'll post, you know, they just hit a million dollars in sales or or a million pounds in sales. Like, and, you know, or they got married and it's like, I, I manifested, manifested this, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, what kills me is the movie. <laughs> <Manifested. laughs> no, but it's actually, like it came out of me. Like, it, it, it <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, we're really crowded and you guys already know here, we don't take ourselves <laughs> seriously. But yeah, I manifested it, mm-hmm. right? Why are people warming to this? Mm-hmm. And why is it on the rise? Like, why are more people talking mm-hmm. about
0: it? I think that manifestation is very seductive. It's nice. Oh, that's a serious that. word. It's seductive. Okay. Isn't it? it takes you in this whole idea that anything, mm. anything you want, mm. you can have. Okay. This whole idea that not just anything you want you can have, but from you anything yeah this isn't an external thing this is about me and what i believe i can can go
1: to i don't need to ask anyone i don't need
0: to ask permission i just need to want it i just need to want it it bad enough and i i deserve it Mm. i'm gonna have it i'm gonna get it you know all it's very very seductive and it places us at the center Mm. once again it's all about me 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 and notice when we talk about manifesting stuff it's all it's usually stuff Mm. it's never i want to manifest
1: Good character. Good
0: character. Ain't nobody talking about good character. I'm trying to manifest manifest being a a angry person. I'm trying to. I'm I'm trying to manifest having a Tesla, a Range Rover. I'm trying to have a big house. I'm trying to get you know the six figure, seven figure business. I'm trying Mm. to manifest a bay. It's all about Mm. bringing into being Mm. a thing, as Mm. opposed to like character, character trait, or something less tangible. Yeah, and I think that's really seductive. The fact that you know we're getting rid of this whole idea of Working hard. Because yeah. I think the generation before us, like the baby boomer generation, yeah. was very much if you work hard, you'll <laughs> elbow <good>. grease.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Literally elbow grease. Like if you want it, you got roll wet.
0: roll up your sleeves. <laughs> you work hard for it. Bring home the bacon. And bring home the bacon. Yeah. And I think What's very different about that generation to this generation is, of course, the social context, the circumstances, the fact that, you know, houses were a lot cheaper, the fact that, you know, people had, what do you call it, normative jobs Mm. that were very like vocational and they could afford things. Mm. Now, this generation, we're seeing things that we didn't think were possible before. Mm. We're seeing people rise and become stars at alarming rates. We're seeing, you know, influencer culture really rise and take off in this generation. And it looks because of social media as well, it looks as though people are creating these things out of, out nothing. of nothing. Out of because nothing. Because we have social media, it seems that, oh, this person happened to just yeah bring a Tesla into their life or this person yeah. just happened to have the perfect relationship. That's so interesting. And it's not even just that we're buying into this product, but we're buying into the idea that there's no process behind the product. Oh, And it's crazy. Ooh.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> stop it so for anyone who kind of does believe in manifesting and stuff because i do believe in faith yeah Yeah, like you have faith for something and you get it so i i think what i love about what you just said is product without process yeah if you want something Mm -hmm. and i guess we're going to go into this when we talk about balancing work working hard with faith and Mm -hmm. and manifesting because if you want something and it causes you to focus yeah. and zero in and now all of your actions become directed towards getting what it is you want. I think that makes sense. You know, I, I worked hard and I got it because I was focused on it. I wanted it bad enough and I did it. Mm-hmm, cool. Mm-hmm. But I think what's so essential about what you just said is oftentimes it seems like things have come out of absolutely nowhere. Yeah. Like you, you became a literally an overnight star yeah and then when people come and they kind of give their uh like a testament of how they got to this place I manifested it and it sounds so simple and then it gets painted as I just believed and then it's like okay well I just need to believe
0: and this that's the it. that's
1: the only that's the only this part of the it. process. Instead of it being framed as that was the beginning of a longer journey, and that was only one aspect 100%, 100%. of it. But I think what's so interesting is that it often is painted like that. Mm-hmm. Like I just look at what I manifested. Don't not, don't look at the hours that I put in. Forget the people that I lost. Bro. Forget my character. Mm-hmm. Forget my happiness.
0: Forget the, debts. Forget the debts. debt. Forget
1: the debt. Forget. The people that I lost along the way, the bridges, the bridges that I have burnt. um, Don't look at any of that. Look at the manifestation because the results are there. And manifestation is becoming, like you said, a lot about results and not about character. Mm -hmm. And I think what's challenging then are us as like young women, as young people, young entrepreneurs as well, Mm -hmm. is I see the results and I want the results. I don't really... And because the, the the shine is on the result, I don't really care about the process. Yeah, I, And you're not telling me about the process yeah. either because you're just telling yeah. me it's all about belief and wanting something rather than giving something yeah. in order to get. that's good. That that's dangerous so, so good. though. That is so, so That's good. dangerous. But... Like I said, there is some truth to it and and kind of, I guess if people are warming to it, there has to be a little something in it because mm-hmm. it's working. Oh, uh, it does. It's working. But why? What's the truth in manifesting?
0: I think you nailed it um, as you were speaking about this whole idea of focus, right? Mm-hmm. I think there is a very fine balance between actually working and this whole idea of manifesting, which if we, the predecessor to manifesting is that power of positive thinking, that mm-hmm. focus, that zeroing in on something that Laura you actually. Attraction. that law of attraction right it's not even necessarily that the thing is attracted to you but more so you are attracted to the thing and because <laughs> <Best> that's <belief. laughs> in your line of sight it's like running yeah. a race right it's not that the fish fini- finishing line is coming towards you it's you going towards the finishing line so good so it's less so about something coming into your life but more so about you channeling your time mental energy mm. and your faith and your hard work working towards something that is tangible. So I think it's more so a case of a reversed journey or like a reversed race um, that manifesting is promoting when Mm. really it should be the opposite. And I think there's definitely something to it. I mean, 100. having vision boards and being very, very intentional about yeah. the things that you want yeah. is perfect. Having fine. a plan. Having all a of plan. It. If you want to have a Tesla, yeah. have a Tesla. This is a it. A Range Rover, a healthy relationship. It. That's cool. Like, these are all things that we call products, end results, goals. Mm-hmm. But make sure that in, you know, when you are trying to obtain that goal, you're not just sitting in your room manifesting. <laughs> <laughs> because that's not going to get it for you. This is it. This sitting is there, it. Like, if I was to ask... Like... Courtney, what yes. does manifestation look like? Oh, it's like okay, that's cool. I've manifested question. it. Okay, great. But what does that look like? Yes. Am I sitting in my room meditating this is for it. five minutes, this is ten? It. What's the What's the routine? What's this the journey? How did you get there? Yeah, and if your answer is just I've manifested it,
1: yeah. Oh, it's, it, the thing is, that's so interesting. When I think about like manifestation and what you're saying is, I often think of like when people are talk about manifestation, they're talking about the results and the fruits of something, mm-hmm. right? And they're describing belief as the seed, mm-hmm. which is fine. But what they miss out is the hard work, which is the watering. Yeah. And I think a lot of people think, okay, I'm just gonna have this little seed of belief and I'm gonna plant it in the ground and I'm just gonna watch it. And I'm just gonna tell myself there's a seed in the ground. I've got belief, yeah, more seeds in fact. I've got belief, I've got belief. You say your affirmations in the mirror and then you don't change. You know, you write down in your journal, I'm going to have this and I'm going to look back at it in one year's time. Bruh,
0: those are the worst ones. In <laughs> one year's time, you come back <laughs> and
1: nothing's changed. Why? Because you didn't change. Oh. And I feel like that's the problem with manifestation. No one talks about, if you want something, There's a journey, there's a process of growth that has to happen Mm -hmm. that takes commitment Mm -hmm. and work and consistency. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that consistency isn't just in the belief, it's in the work.
0: That's right. And
1: I feel like a lot of people- aren't highlighting that bit because hard work isn't glamorous. It's
0: not,
1: no. And, and as much as we have criticized ca- ca- hustle culture and stuff, I think it's important to emphasize hard work pays off. Mm-hmm. And this is not just talking about meritocracy or anything like that. This is just about the basic principle. If you're going to sit down and do absolutely nish, nothing, <laughs> nil, what results are you going to get from that? Zero. Do you get what I mean? Zero. You're gonna have to do something more than just saying these words, mm-hmm. more than just thinking money's coming to me, mm-hmm. things are coming, the car I want is nothing in the universe. We will see miss you me.
0: retweeting those money tweets on Twitter. We yeah, see you
1: retweet this, and money will just come to you. How? <laughs> How would how the money come? Because are you expecting somebody to walk past you and drop money in your hand? Because nice that's a serious that miracle. I mean, as nice as that would be. Yeah, but realistic, have you created, I, I, was, I tweeted something a couple months ago, have you created the cup? for the overflow Mm. a lot of us are thinking just overflow on me you don't have anything to collect it with you're talking about money will come to me you don't you haven't even set up a business for the money to come through you haven't gotten a bank account you've only got your personal bank account you haven't created the cup but you're asking Mm -hmm. for an for an overflow that's good
0: don't do that it's just just not don't do that it's for me, it's really just about convergence. Like it's really about this thing is coming towards you, mm. but you need to go towards it. It's not going to just come and sit in your life. But
1: do you think, do you, do you believe things come towards you?
0: In a way, yes. Okay. explain that. that I think that I do think that there is luck and I do like to mm. believe that and less so luck, more so faith that yeah. there are certain things that are set up for you in yeah. this life. yeah. Favour. Favour. I do believe in favour. Yeah. However, you need to make sure that you are actually within the parameter of that favour. It's like a, it's like being on a football pitch, right? Yeah. Somebody's about to pass you the ball. You need to make sure that you're actually in the... La- this you're is it, in the- <laughs> or it will pass you by. <laughs> or they won't even kick the ball because there's nowhere to kick the ball yeah. to. So it's about making sure um, that you are in the correct position yeah. to... Receive the favor, but I feel like when people when we say something like that, people think that it means you sitting still. Like I'm already in position, no, because that's the. (sighs) Because thinking about even the football analogy, right? Footballers spend hours training just to get in position. You have not trained. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and the thing is, they they train for hours to get in position when they play the game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We don't prepare for moments of opportunity. This is it. And I, wow, well, I just fully covered my. <laughs> we don't prepare. <laughs> we don't prepare for moments of opportunity, yeah, right? Yeah. I think that we need to get our mind. And, and this is less so criticism or manifesting, and just more so advice that I wish I had known at some point, which mm. is. The thing that best prepares you to handle things coming to you is strengthening and training character. Yeah, And I think a lot of people, they become overwhelmed. For example, this football analogy, which is actually really perfect. Mm. If somebody is hurtling a ball at you, like literally boots it at you, however miles per hour, and though you want it, and you know your purpose to be for being on <laughs> that pitch is to play football. Yeah. If you feel like, crap, I haven't trained in a year.
0: Yes. You're going to move out of the way.
1: Absolutely. Or that you thing is go. going to crush you. And I think so many of us want things. And because of right opportunity and favor and all of that, we get them and then we're overwhelmed. And then we're tired or we're crushed. And it looks glamorous because you get to say, you get to hold up the trophy, you get to show the result, you get to post a picture, Mm. but you're unhappy, Mm -hmm. you're exhausted, Mm -hmm. you don't know how to manage it, Mm -hmm. people around you are leeching off of you, you feel insecure, you've got this kind of complex around you that no one around you really wants to see you succeed. How many of us are successful and tormented? That's
0: so good. Do you get what I mean? Because
1: things came to us and we became overwhelmed Mm -hmm. because we didn't train for them. We didn't. We just... They just came.
0: And the thing is, we often are it. That's just perfect. Because we often think that the thing that we're manifesting is the end. Mm. I mean, really, it's only a point within the full journey, right? Because when we think about let's take a let's take a couple of examples, right? Manifesting the six figure business. Mm. Cool, you hit six figures. What now? Who is going to sustain and who is going to maintain? Because you haven't asked to, like, in your affirmations, you weren't affirming yourself of being an entrepreneur. Mm. You were affirming yourself that you'd hit six figures. Oh, So you hit six figures, but you're not an entrepreneur. Let's take the relationship. I want, you know, a bay that is this high and that he's doing this and he's doing X, Y, Z. The man appears. He asks you for a date. You're in a relationship, but he's unsatisfied mm. because you don't match up to his standards. And now you don't have capacity to maintain or sustain that relationship. Oh. So you've got the man but the man no longer wants you. What do you then do? <laughs> what do you then do? Because you don't have the capacity to sustain or maintain. Whilst you were manifesting the man, you were never really manifesting the relationship. You weren't manifesting or thinking about how can I be the kind of person to sustain this, this kind of it. relationship? This is it. And the re- the examples can go on. So let's not even just think about, you know, manifesting something as a product let's also think about how can we focus on our as you said character how can we think of these things as not end products but more so points in mm. a ongoing journey and ongoing thing that we have to maintain mm. and sustain like i don't want to just be a manifester i want to mm. be a sustainer i want to sustain let's just pause right there <laughs> there's no point sustain even when Mm. we think about a body for example right when Mm. everyone's like oh i'm gonna manifest my summer body yeah why are you manifesting your summer body every year surely if you got it one summer you should be able to sustain it why do you hate us on the podcast (laughs) i today will know
1: (laughs) it's truly love it manifests as hatred
0: is real. Every oh single year since 2012, you've been manifesting some body, and you got there, right? And August fifth, you got there, and yet somehow by December, you're already praying, thinking about next year, about <laughs> the body you're going to manifest every year. <laughs> Listen, I, I, listen, we've all been there. I yeah, know some sisters are triggered. 100. But we need to start on focusing on how do we become people that sustain things mm. over the long term, as opposed to manifesting arbitrary benchmarks. Yeah. Oh, and this is, it's
1: benchmarks. And if you're... People, I, I think for our generation, like where I kind of get sad is, We want things that might not be for us. Mm -hmm. And we just think because we want it, we should should get get it. it. Do you get what I mean? Or or having what you want without consequence. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's one of the, and this is not just about like the spiritual aspects of manifestations. We're talking about manifestation from like a cultural, socio-cultural, online culture kind of point of view, Mm -hmm. which is dangerous, which is, I want it. I can have it. Yeah. That's, an, that's a really dangerous way to think because then you never cultivate delayed gratification, discipline, mm-hmm. having to tell yourself no. Mm-hmm. And also not striving to have things just because other people have them and because other people have used it as markers of success because it might not be what's successful for you you
0: 100 percent, as well as That's use those marketing tools because they'll be telling you i manifested this and if you want to learn more <laughs> sign up let's go there <laughs> so no 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 because the reason
1: why i mentioned be simone in the beginning of this hey sis if you ever watched this love mm. ya um I don't really follow her anything she does, yeah. but I just, I'm not so, a hater. Like same I, same I, I don't hate you. And <laughs> neither, neither a lover or a, or a hater. hater. I'm just like, like, girl, know, exists, not it? Yeah, go on, <laughs> roll on with your thing. Um, but I think one of the things that when I think about manifestation, I think about when she was selling like a book or yeah. a handbook or yeah. like a tool, yeah, yeah, a guide, yeah. let's just call it a guide of basically how to get the life you want, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it basically went its up. Like just loads of stuff. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> loads, of stuff <laughs> loads of stuff. Loads stuff happened um, around it. But I think of people who are selling
0: mm-hmm. hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Selling belief. Yeah. Why? How? Why have we gotten to this point? Because the the cap, like capitalizing off of it, the
0: monetization of hope. Yeah, it's been. Serious. Normally, these things do well um, when people, when things look bleak. Um, mm, especially during this pandemic.
1: Char, if you tell me they just took my job, the phone. economy's falling recession listen
0: house (laughs) house prices are inflated more than ever my bills need to be paid and you're telling me i can have anything i want let me open this book right here let's take all my money let me
1: me take all my remaining money take all my (laughs) do not be bamboozled please it's the same thing with like manifest the bay yeah it's capitalizing off of your fear of being single absolutely you know manifest the life that you want it's because you're scared that you've plateaued or you're not where so yeah what 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 do you think about that
0: i think you've already touched on it in the sense of people are capitalizing off of people's fears Mm. this is what it is because on the other side of hope like the 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 flip side of hope is fear yeah fear that you won't live up to these expectations fear that you will be the opposite of everything you could have hoped yeah or the social outcast absolutely and packaging hope as something that can be as easy as a $4.99 Four dollar ninety nine book is great. It makes you feel like you've got your life together. I've purchased what this. Success
1: book. is in I'm this doing book? this course,
0: and it, it, it makes you feel like you're doing something, right? Like oh, I'm on this this course, yeah, manifestation course. <laughs> <laughs> in, the, in the same yeah. way that when we were talking about you know like femininity, right? You know, yeah. I'm doing this feminine course to you know I definitely see them in the same category, absolutely, yeah, because it is capitalizing off of people's fears, yeah. and I think it's rising right now because we are in a time of deep, deep discomfort, a time of lack of economic stability, a time of, you know, lack of of cultural and social stability too. There's so many things changing at such a rapid speed that it feels like a lot of us feel so under pressure to be at the forefront. You know, the cultural revivers or like, I'm doing something with Mm. my life. Everybody wants to have evidence that they're doing something Mm. in such a, Hyper surveillance time, right? Where it feels like everybody is watching you. You always want to have something in the you know, in the back pocket, yeah. like, oh, I'm working on this, or like I've done this, I've achieved this. Everyone is looking for something to show for their life. Whereas I would say a couple years ago, a couple generations ago, the surveillance wasn't as deep. People were not watching other people this like is that. It. Maybe it was just your neighbor so, like, yeah. yeah. Maybe it was somebody down the road, but now it's like this person. Hundreds of thousands of miles away from me is doing this. Mm. Now I can do it by purchasing their four ninety nine yeah. book on hope. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way you bring their four ninety nine <laughs> book on hope. Because <laughs> that's what it is, and I think what I think can sometimes be predatory about mm. it is the fact that people don't package these things as their specific experience or their stories, mm. but as a be all, all encompassing um what do you call it like an antidote yeah. to everybody else's yeah. problem it's always the power of you yeah. or the power of your hope yeah. how you can overcome when really it's just a play-by-play of their insignificant and altogether dull reenactment of their hope in their life it's dull dull just I don't say don't that want
1: to it's a, do a podcast with Renee <laughs> because this is too much. That was just, serious. No, but just say I that get it's a you. story
0: of your life. Don't yeah. tell me and package it as a life-changing transfer blueprint of how blueprint. I'm going to change my life. This is just a play-by-play of your life and your wins, which is good for you. But don't sell it to me as I have bills to pay. Think about it. I, that's why I think it's even more predatory. Mm. As somebody that might you know be in a really dark place, mm. I have bills to pay. I'm mm. looking for something to really like. Give me a reinforcement and change my mm. life, and you've packaged your story as the blueprint. Package it as a story. Stop and praying what if it fails, and if it fails, now what i like? But this is the thing. I'm even four ninety nine out of pocket now. But this is the thing. When it fails, people
1: blame you. This is oh, this because is true. the whole thing is about the power of you. So mm-hmm. clearly, you weren't enough. Mm-hmm. I I had elevated myself, mm-hmm. and you kind of hear this language, you know. I elevated myself, and I guess for like. More I'm like special. New Age. I'm special. Yeah, like I've made myself special. I've just i've I've made my thinking ironclad. Nothing can shake this belief in me. And then you start to think, oh, so maybe I'm, there's
0: something wrong. There's with something me. wrong with mm-hmm. me,
1: you know. And I just need to believe more. So you keep pumping in money. You keep doing all these things. And I think it's more so think like it's about thinking. <sighs> The goal isn't the attainment of these things. Like we, we are so. I'm, I'm kind of alarmed. Yeah. Like we're so <laughs> young, no. Because let's think about it like this. Yeah, a lot of these um, rhetoric. I know, like a couple of years ago or like decades ago, there was the secret, the yeah. book, and yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the doc, the film doc. And I get it's been around for a long time, and like we said, it's spiritual and all of these these things. Mm-hmm. But I'm the rise of it now. What makes me scared about it is very young. People are very young. Yeah. And when you position yourself as an expert, before you've actually really got through the thick of life, it's something we always say on the, this podcast. Me and Renee, we haven't gone through everything in life. We're only, what, 24. We're not, uh, we haven't, there are seasons we haven't entered into. There are things we haven't experienced. All we can give you is our ideas, ideas that will change over time, mm-hmm. which you have to give us room to grow yeah, from, you yeah. know? And so we always tell you, we're not telling you what to think. We're never positioning ourselves as people with all the experts. Absolutely, we're doing yeah. a social commentary. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? This is what we're thinking is hot topics. We literally sit on this table and we just talk. My issue is, especially when the money becomes involved, when the branding becomes involved, you have to, and it's something we were talking about when we were talking about influencer culture and Mm -hmm. being a guru, Mm -hmm. you have to position yourself as an expert. Yeah. What happens then five years when your life circumstance changes and you can no longer manifest happiness? do you get what i mean (laughs) what happens when now you're doing i can manifest any and every any anything and everything Mm -hmm. what if in a couple of years they take back your car not repossession what if you become (laughs) broke what if there's a recession and now your business is failing and you can't muster up that say you're doing all you can you're following your blueprint Mm -hmm. and nothing's changing Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. happens when you become sick and you can't manifest good health you know out of yourself. <laughs> no, please. no, no. It's a real question. Out of cause it can be soul crushing. It can, yeah, no, for sure. And this is what I mean by like Always. in this belief that the things that I have depend on how strong and how good and mm-hmm. how faithful and how good I am. Me, me, mm-hmm. me, me, me. me. Mm-hmm. Myself, my my self-worth, my self-affirmation, my self-identity, my know Whilst I believe, yeah, it's important to have a strong self of ident- sense of identity and all of that. What happens when things don't go the way you want them to go how does that affect your self-esteem how does that affect the way you view yourself and even what's like you said more predatory about it is you've positioned yourself as an expert you've capitalized off of this thing and now you've seen firsthand you were wrong (laughs) now what now what? And so many of us young people do it because it's, I'm building a brand and all of that. And instead of doing the work, like we've been saying, instead of mm. doing the work and doing the behind the scenes work and the everything in its obscurity so that you are strong and you you really are walking the walk and yeah. talking to the yeah. talk, you just go and position yourself as an expert, read all these books that other experts who have Bruh. been through stuff no, been have written make these infographics with these nice, you know, colors and write this ebook and position yourself as an expert. You're a researcher. You're a res You're not an expert. You haven't been in the field. You haven't done this stuff. Renee
0: has left the chat. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you Renee get my... So many chat. of us collate
1: information from this. The, I've read all not these No researcher.
0: Now- no, that's killed me today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all of oh. us yeah
0: no 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 because
1: it happens too much and it's, it's really grinding my gears because i see a lot of us even sometimes oh. i can start to fall into mm-hmm, it mm-hmm, where no. instead of being like i had yeah, the I experience and this is what i <laughs> learned from my experience no i've read all of these things i watched all of these youtubers mm-hmm. i watched this documentary and this film and all of this sounds like it works i did it here and there and it, you know it happened yeah and now you're positioning yourself as an expert <laughs> You haven't gone through
0: <laughs> the tests. You have nothing to show for it. You us. have no, you you, you have actually have no fruit.
1: You have a PDF <laughs> and this is the, no, this is, and I know we're going to talk about imp- influencer culture. So it's even going to get more heated than this. Cause I have a <laughs> lot oh, of smoke yeah. for that.
0: Oh wait for it.
1: <laughs> you have positioned yourself as this expert. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us are seeing the Tesla. We're seeing the house. We're mm-hmm. seeing mm-hmm. The, the wedding day pictures as the success as the evidence mm-hmm. it's the result but it's not the evidence if you want to uh how do i that is so good do, do you get what that's i mean so though
0: that is so good i'm going to hold my this for the influencer yeah um, we, we'll get into it more into we'll get into it more in the
1: next episode but like a lot of us see results and we see it as evidence mm-hmm. that's not the case Do you get what I mean? That's That's not the case. If someone... I I don't know, like I'm trying to think of an analogy that best explains it and it's not coming to me, but Mm -hmm. there's a difference. Do you know what I mean? There's a difference. Just because you're married, you're married doesn't mean you understand marriage. Mm -hmm.
0: That's not evidence
1: of a good marriage. That's not evidence of a good marriage. That's a result.
0: Even like, um, what do you call it? Health and fitness, for example. Mm. You can see somebody that looks fit or is like thin, but that's not evidence of health. That's not evidence
1: of health. This is it. We see these markers. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes. We
0: don't know what's going on inside. And then the thing is, we'll now be shocked when more information is revealed. Like that celebrity couple split no, up. Let's, doing... let's save it for the influence because we're getting into it too much. But yeah, this
1: manifestation thing, just be careful
0: that just because,
1: you, you know, somebody t- is telling you, I just believed and that's what got me here. And I, I know a lot of people say, no, no, like they emphasize the hard work too. They emphasize the hard work too. But the core of manifestation is the element of belief mm-hmm. and then channeling all of your energy, channeling all of your actions towards this belief, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and letting that drive you towards your goal. And yes, like we said, there's an element of truth in that for sure. But be careful that you're not just sitting around doing, I'm elevating my vibrations <laughs> so that I can attract <laughs> something to come to me. <laughs> I'm personally convinced. <laughs> That's why I'm going to say so then let's let's hop on to before I know I've offended somebody there,
0: <laughs>
1: it's between you and your maker, anyways. Um
0: there's so wh- that, <laughs> that one dislike, that one dislike, that one dislike.
1: Hundred. But okay, so what is the we, we've talked about it, but how do you balance belief mm-hmm. and hard work? Yeah. Right? Yeah. How do you get to a point where you say, okay, I, I believe in something. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna go for it. What's the right way to do it? Mm. Essentially, because we've done a lot of critiquing, which yeah, is good. Yeah, yeah. You know? We love to have a good rant. But a good,
0: a good little we rant. Do, okay, we do. so I've got an analogy for this one. I don't know. I feel like Come today's on. been the day that we're using a lot of analogies. to yes. illuminate, it's a story. It's like <laughs> a story to tell stories. Storytellers. We love but it. But I see belief as the gas mm. and hard work as the car. Mm. So in order, you can't have one without the other. Right. In order to actually get somewhere and go. You need the gas, mm. but the gas needs to be channeled through something mm. and it needs to be operated through something, which is the car, the hard work. You can't work hard at something you don't care about. You can't work hard when you don't have a belief in something. Yes. But also you can't just believe and think that the thing will happen. Yeah. So you need both components of the vehicle to work, the yeah. gas and the car. Yeah. So I think that when it comes to belief and hard work, mm-hmm belief is the seed, right? You start mm. with the seed. Um, you do your vision board, whatever whatever works for you. If you have a vision board, a list, whatever. Yeah, your journal, whatever. Whatever it is. it is and just actually write down, think about and visualize what it is that you actually want. Mm. It can be something material, but I think we should also start thinking about how can we make this less tangible as yeah. well like how can i become the kind of person that is like how can i become an entrepreneur or like a successful entrepreneur yeah. as opposed to just owning a six-figure business this is it. how can i become and change myself such that i can have a healthy relationship yeah. with somebody i really care about as opposed to manifesting um a six foot tall man that is you know working you know what in... when you
1: just mentioned that it made me think like <laughs> there are many ways when you just put I want six figures. There's many ways to get money. Absolutely, there's many ways you to can end up drugs. in a relationship. Exactly. <laughs>
0: exactly. They say this people is a are criminals.
1: I just come from the smallest <laughs> parts. Bright light city life. I gotta make Ooh, it. Child. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: reason, the reason
1: no, no, no. The reason why I say it is. A lot of us don't know where people have got what they mm-hmm. have from.
0: Ah, uh, listen, we don't even have enough time. Yeah, I'm not even gonna. We don't even I'm even not have even gonna. Time. But just take.
1: Just I just want you to maybe note it down somewhere in your jotter, yeah, <laughs> on the corner of the page. A lot of us don't know where people got things oh. from, and also, like we said earlier, what's happening behind the scenes, mm-hmm, right? Because mm-hmm. you can, oh, I manifested that my ideal partner and. He's not everything that you actually wanted, no. right? It's He's, it's probably mad. He he could be. He could very well be. <laughs> um. Or I I manifested. I don't know. Yeah, this six figure business, and it's like, it's fraud. It's fraud. <laughs> you know. Sorry, that's what came to my mind. Do you know
0: like, what was funny about the fraud thing? I was actually watching a um documentary on fraud the other day, mm-hmm. and it was there that I learned what the whole you know the whole business behind dropping your squares and all that yeah, kind of yeah, stuff means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched that. I was like, wow, so yeah, that's because, what people that are criminals. means.
1: People are criminals, yeah. And a lot of people are fraudsters. Oh. Like you think to yourself, if we really inspect, take off, and this is what I'm talking about, Like, and we'll get into it with the influencer culture. Wow, you, you know I'm just going to say, but you need to watch the episode mm-hmm. when it comes out. Because I think, a lot of us see followers and we think verified. Yeah. A vanity verified metrics. Sort of vanity metrics. And we give into it so much. So, there when someone says manifesting, we think it's legit. And then they've got, anyway, we've just said those points. So, yeah, go on. Sorry for interrupting you.
0: Yeah. So, I think that, like I said, being able to balance hard work and belief means that you have a healthy dose of both mm. and that, you know, you start with your vision, you start whether it's material or not. Mm. Um, usually it's a healthy mix of both. Yeah. Um, you have your goal and then you start setting up your plan to actually get there. Yeah. What are the practical stuff that you can be doing? to get there and we've done a ton of episodes on different spheres and different places in your life that you can apply this to you can you know if you're building a side hustle what does the the practicalities behind that look like building a business what does that look like building a healthy relationship building a healthy view of yourself what does that actually look like we've got lots of episodes where you guys can go back and check and listen on our practical tips but that's the point what are the practical ways in which i can now put my faith to work
1: I love that you said that because I was going to say the balance is the evidence of faith is work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you really believe in something, you're going to put yourself out there. Absolutely. If you believe something is going to happen for you, you're going to make yourself change. If you actually have faith for something, mm-hmm. you start doing the difficult things, yeah. right? Like if I have faith that I can walk on water, I have to actually go and put my foot on a notion, you're going to have to go and yes like you, that means you're going to have to overcome your fears you're mm-hmm. going to have to push yourself out of your comfort mm-hmm, zone you're mm-hmm. going to have to do things which you've never done before Makes you, you know that make you uncomfortable and that's good like yep. that's and that's the process don't have disdain for the process i think a lot of us think you know life is just gonna be like the the, the essence of the manifestation thing to me is us trying to make life easy yeah life I've said this so many times (laughs) life is not fair life is not easy it's not it's it's, and and hard work Mm. it's the point of being alive is constant growth yeah like that you you constantly your body is constantly growing cells are constantly dividing multiplying regenerating all of these things the whole essence of being a human being is growth it's regeneration all of these things a lot of us don't take those and apply that to our character and our souls and our minds and all of these things in making sure that am i constantly evolving yeah am i constantly growing or do i just want things to come to me as i am 100 no that's not how things like you said <laughs> that's not how, how things become sus- that that's not how things are sustained mm-hmm. and i love that you said it's about practicality it's not just about what's in here and what you say out of your mouth and what you have hidden in your heart. It's about where, what are your feet doing and what are your hands doing? Put it to work. Put it to work. And another thing that I kind of want to mention is analysis paralysis. You can like read all of these blueprints. and think the more I read about manifestation, the more it will work for me. The more I read about discipline, the more it will work for me. no. Mm-hmm. I think so many of us in for like our generation mm-hmm. we are so overwhelmed with knowledge
0: yeah that we've become
1: frustrated because much. our knowledge is never applied if we are to apply our knowledge we'll become less frustrated 100% and we'll also realize that we don't need as much as we soak up because we're constantly ex- you go on Twitter, someone's telling you this business tip, that business info, tip, info, this personal. Info. Information info, galore, info, YouTube, info. information. And it's like information here, right. here, here, that you don't even know what direction to now walk in. You can't even remember the last thing you heard.
0: <laughs> and who you heard it from.
1: And who you heard it from. So next time you go to another conference or you buy another book, you're going to read the same thing and you're going to go, yeah, that's a word. You heard that last year. It's not new to you, but you're so overwhelmed by information that you can't remember what you know. Absolutely. So I think if we took time to kind of step back, and I'm learning this for myself, and actually consume a bit less. Yeah, be intentional and be more intentional mm-hmm. about what we consume, how much we consume, and then how we live it out, it'll be so much better for us. Because if you were able to read like, I mean, some people, the amount of self-help books they have on their wall. It's too much. You're thinking, how much help do you need? Do you get what I mean? So this much is help. Self- this is are self-help. you sick? <laughs> Why do you need so much help? The thing is, what if you just took one <laughs> book that you read? No, because then we, because we, we, we encourage ourselves. But mm. are like, I, of course I'm working on myself. I'm reading all of this stuff. Or I'm watching all of these videos and I'm doing all of these things. But you haven't. You you haven't manifested you anything. Haven't Actually, let's even use that. You haven't manifested anything. You're reading a whole lot about manifestation. You're reading a whole lot about faith. You're you're reading a whole lot about personal development, but you haven't personally developed.
0: I'm screaming,
1: no. <laughs> if you know it's a whole bunch of theory if you read so much about driving driving. it's not going to make you a good driver until you launch yourself behind a wheel this is true and you start going and yes you'll make mistakes
0: this is not a lie no
1: and it's a mix of consuming too much information and then being a perfectionist because of it because Mm. somebody has told you this is how it's all going to play out you're thinking if i start and it doesn't look like that then clearly i don't know enough Mm. actually you know enough Mm -hmm. it's just you need more practice a Lot of us don't practice. Yeah. We read, read, read so that our first time yeah. we're perfect. Yes. When you when you do your yeah, theory test, for the
0: first time you're trash. You're terrible. Trash.
1: I remember I still don't know how to ride a bike. Yeah. Mm. But do you know how many people I've seen ride bikes? There was one guy that lived in my block, yeah, Diego. He can read. He- we have shout the same Yeah, shout out to Diego. <laughs> he can ride a bike like he should enter competitions. Wow. He- I used to watch him ride one wheel, he could mm-hmm. flip, he could jump in the air, all of that. Mm-hmm. I kept watching him, kept watching him till this day, 20 years there, I don't know how to ride a bike. Okay. Yeah? And if I do jump on a bike, I'm not going to start riding that like Yeah. Him. Do you get True. what I mean? And so a lot of us read people's results and we think, I, because I've read enough and because I know enough, and I think the education system is what's faulted us. The belief that in order to be accredited, in order to be successful, mm. you just you should just know. It's just the theory. You should just have things in your mind. And then when it comes to doing it, we get discouraged because then we fail. Yeah. That's dangerous. It's very dangerous.
0: That's dangerous. The
1: manifesting thing is a tough one yeah. because there's truth in it but there's also a whole lot of lies, (laughs) a whole heap (laughs) of danger, misconceptions, massive misconceptions. But we hope that this episode has actually helped you. And we are actually interested to hear, are you somebody who believes in manifestation? Do you believe that out of our thinking, yeah, we can create things and Mm. get things? Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you believe that? Mm -hmm. Why Mm -hmm. do you, why don't you? And what do you think, you know, culturally from manifestation, um, what do you think are some of the shortfalls and and the truths about it? You know, talk to us because I'm sure we all have very different Absolutely. beliefs depending on your backgrounds, your faith, your whatever. So let's have a good conversation. Let's be respectful. <laughs> okay. But- oh yeah, keep it classy, keep it, and classy. classy. keep it classy But um, definitely tell us what it is That you think about manifestation Here on YouTube in the comments If you are listening to us on Spotify, Apple, Google Wherever you are listening to our podcast um, You can go and just join the sisterhood Over on Instagram And just at us um, Under one of our posts Or DM us Come and talk to us um, Using the handle At to my sisterhood And you can also follow
0: myself and Renee
1: My handle is at at CD Boating, and she is the lovely at Renee Kapuku.
0: And of course, don't forget to join up to our mailing list so that you can get more tips and tricks on your personal development, as well as the theme of the week, which is hashtag #manifestation. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter. We tweet a lot. Great stuff. <laughs> Same handles Instagram, which is at To My Sisterhood. Now, we'll be back very very soon with a juicy conversation juicy conversation <laughs> we'll be back before you know it so don't cry too hard We us see <laughs> you sis wipe up those tears now don't cry too soon don't cry too hard mm. and remember keep glowing and growing